0: You're listening to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Our guest today is Kieran Warwick, co founder of Alluvium.io.
1: The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by various guests or sponsors of the podcast are solely their own. They do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host or the other people, entities, or organizations affiliated with the creation or production of the podcast. The guest and sponsor may consider their information reliable. But others involved in the creation or presentation of the podcast do not warrant the accuracy of guest or sponsor information, and it should not be relied upon.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Bitcoin.com Exchange, the exchange you can trust. Buy and sell Bitcoin as well as 250 digital assets. The Bitcoin.com Exchange is secure, fast, easy, and reliable. Register within seconds and buy crypto with a credit or debit card. Join our community of traders now. Exchange. I'm your host, Dustin Planthold. Join us as we dive into the world of economics, politics, tech, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency. For even more crypto-related news, sign up at news.bitcoin.com or follow us on Twitter at Bitcoin.com. Now let's bring on our guest. I got you, Kieran. Welcome to the
2: show. Hey, Dustin. Thanks for having me, mate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. So Alluvium, I mean, pretty cool name, and I've been on your website, and I, and I told you pre-show that I have had this incredible opportunity of seeing some of the most incredible websites in the world and some of the not-so-incredible. Yours is fantastic. Talk about that.
2: Thank you very much. Um, it, it took a while for us to to put it all together, but we we wanted to we, we find the same in, in crypto across the board, that sometimes websites uh, are not fully uh, done in, in, in a way that they would in, in mainstream. And so for us, uh, we, we decided to, to put quite a bit of work into it. And um, we're, we're just really trying to showcase all of the different aspects of the game because we're you know a, a combination of a game plus we're, we're built on the blockchain there's a lot of information that we need to to, to get out there and uh, so it's still a work in progress we're, we're looking to get the team up there in the next couple of weeks and uh, and a couple of other things but yeah appreciate the feedback I, awesome. I,
0: I love it and that trailer for the game as we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes but the trailer how long as again it's a production uh, team here how long does it take to create something like that I mean that's superb
2: yeah so it's it's uh, it took a total of about fourteen days, so two weeks, which um, with the team size, I think when we we were doing the the in-game trailer, it was we had about thirty core contributors, and now we've got well over sixty. so it it took a little bit longer than our our art director would have wanted, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. But um, we've got really, really high quality artists and, uh, and you can see it in, in the production value. You know, we've, we've had guys that worked on Transformers that, you know, we're in the most recent Godzilla vs. Kong movie. So there's, there's talent across the board to be able to deliver that, that sort of quality.
0: You know, it's interesting because, you know, talking about the process, that quality takes time. So how do you find that balance? How do you know when to speed up? And how do you know when to allow the process to find its way to completion?
2: It's a, it's a tough one, and you're right. It, it definitely is a balance. In, in our case, we've set ourselves a very aggressive timeline to deliver the game, it, it, especially the the fact that we're going out with, with uh, the high quality that we're looking for. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we've, we've got this, this growing market that, that it's in crypto, everything is rapid, right? And so our investors, you know, they, they want us to ship this product as soon as possible. And we also only want to ship something that is, is of really, really high quality. So striking that balance is tough, but, uh, we, again, with the team that we have, the quality is we, we basically just tell them go out and, and do it as fast as you possibly can. Everyone is incentivized on the team to do it as fast as they can. But at the same time, when you're working with artists who are you know at this caliber, they don't allow themselves to deliver something that is not of, of quality. So it's it's not as hard as you think, but it it still is. Balance here.
0: Yeah. You know, so talk to the gamers out there. I mean, why is blockchain technology so superior than say creating a game like this on Xbox or on PlayStation? Why was there this need to put it somewhere else?
2: So the the biggest one is is NFTs themselves. So essentially the the characters in our game and many of the other blockchain games out there. They're, they're all you actually own the asset you know it's it's in your wallet you have custody over it and if you want to transfer that or you want to hold on to it or if out you know for whatever reason our, our game blows up and it no longer exists you still own the assets that you've collected in our game and so you know that that's the the main difference between us and, and mainstream games if for example, you know, you buy a whole bunch of Fortnite skins, you spend thousands of dollars, and then all of a sudden, you know, something goes wrong, or they change the game, or there's a new expansion, or whatever it is, if they discontinue that skin, it's it's sort of tough luck. And and so that's that's what having things on the blockchain changes. And uh, and yeah, it's 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 super attractive to gamers who have been working in these economies where it is valuable money and it is, they are valuable assets, but you don't truly have ownership. So changing that for them is, is a, is a big plus.
0: Now in Easter egg, I got to ask you, is there an Easter egg hidden in this thing?
2: Well, it, <laughs> yes, there, there's, there's plenty of Easter eggs that, that are built into it. Um, our our lead Art director. He's he's essentially he's a pretty funny guy. His name is Bon Newman. He's the only anonymous guy in in the project. He told me the other day. He said, "You know, you know, we're we're good friends." And he said the other day, he goes, "You know how many things that I've I've paid you out about in the game, right?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's <laughs> like, "Oh, I've literally, literally littered Easter eggs everywhere, so they're gonna." They're gonna find them, so I don't. I don't actually know what they are. <laughs> That's but so cool. That's... I know that there are. Yeah.
0: Now, is this like? Do you see it going to this some next level gen? Like we're talking like the the Oculus Seven where you're uploaded, you're living in this world, or you're you're I don't know what's the word upload, right? Like at the end of the day, you're like I'm gonna go hang out. Like, is this where it's going? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, look, VR is is has come leaps and bounds over the last five to 10 years and, you know, I, th- I think uh, whether or not we're going to be uploaded uh, in- into the game any- anytime soon, I think the, the, the graphics of, of games and, and certainly once you add in the, the VR component, worlds like ours, which are designed to literally be, you know, flawless, amazing, beautiful environments you really, yeah, you really want to get immersed in these things. And and there's other games on the blockchain like Decentraland, for example, where you can literally go out and have parties and stuff as your, your in-game avatar. And, you know, there's, and it sounds crazy, but there's, there's huge DJs around the world that are getting involved with this kind of stuff. And you're seeing these, these online parties occur and, and, you know, like there's, there's just so many different use cases for having a a digital world that, um, yeah, I think, uh, the it's, there's no limits really.
0: You know, so talking about dreams and I'd love to ask entrepreneurs, even groups or co-founders who on the team, like who was the one that had the aha moment, this aha, and then was able to light the fire, ignite the rest of the tribe, and everyone else said, aha, hi, see it too."
2: Hmm. Um, so yeah, it, w- it was basically me back in June of, of last year, and I've had I've had multiple businesses before. Uh, I've I've been uh, enthusiast of crypto for a number of years now. I dabbled in it, you know, investing in it five six years ago myself, and. I started looking at it again, really, you know, like really starting to focus on crypto again about 12 months ago. And I looked at NFTs and this is when like you, you, you'd say NFT to someone and no one had heard of it. And I was a massive, massive fan of Pokemon growing up. And Logan Paul, one of those massive influencers, I'm sure you've heard of him. Um, he started pumping back up Pokemon. And, you know, that brought on the nostalgia for me and, and, and started getting me thinking, what if you could build a, a digital collectible game on the same level as, as what Pokemon did back 20 years ago now and you make it digital? And if you can come up with, with something that has enough, you know, if, if the characters have enough collectability and if you really tap into that psychology of why people wanted to collect things like NBA cards and Pokemons and Digimons and all of that kind of stuff and we do it properly and we do it now, then, you know, I, I think it, it could be the right time. And, you know, it was it was three, four months that we were building this NFT project and still, you know, even our brother, who's got a, a top 50 token, in in crypto he was kind of like mm, i don't you know i'm not 100 percent in on this idea and i was and and for me it was it was you know black and white i was i i thought that this would blow up and then you know a couple of months ago we saw literally everyone talking about nfts so i guess the the aha moment happened last year for me and then it was just a matter of getting the rest of the team on board. And convincing them that this could actually blow up.
0: You know, and I think that to me, that's part of that process that as a leader, leaders don't create more followers, they create leaders, that you were mm-hmm. able to adapt to say that while I had this aha moment, I know that I'm going to need to bring people in who are stronger than me in, in a different skill set. So it's talk so. about that. Entrepreneurs out there that are starting a business that necessarily, mm-hmm. they don't have all the skills to, to completely have it. That that is a bit of a humbling experience. So, how have you been adapting to that? How have you been learning to be able to rely on others that are stronger in areas that necessarily
2: you may not be in. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, look, building a building a video game is something that it was a pipe dream, you know. But yeah, you know, back twenty years ago, if someone had told me, hey, you are going to build a, a video game that that potentially you know is is climbing up to a billion dollar market cap. I would have laughed at you you know it's it's so left field and not in my skill set in terms of you know the the art the animation uh the programming all all of this stuff and and yes i've been around technology but this is on another level you know when you're when you're watching a a movie and in the credits you see okay that's one of my lead animators who who was working on that movie literally 12 months ago it's kind of like what is happening here but it's so exciting so to to get these people on board they see it as well you know and and yes it 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 took a few conversations to say hey you're going to be paid in crypto they're like what (laughs) what are you talking about i don't even know what that is yet but nowadays you know some of our our core contributors they're in our discord they're chatting to our community they're loving crypto now and so This it's this whole movement of mainstream gamers coming across into blockchain games, and if you speak to the right people and if they have the right skills, it's pretty easy for them to get excited and go, you know what, this is this is a little bit crazy. You know, I was working at a AAA studio that had been established and around for twenty years, but you know, maybe this could work. And so, yeah, it's, it's, and now obviously with, with the token launched and the price of it and, and everything, they're, they're all believers in it, but it was, it was a tough process at the start to get them to go, okay, let's, let's actually really launch into this world.
0: You know, Elon Musk has said that successful businesses are ones where the customers want you to succeed. Your customers want you to succeed. Why is that?
2: Well, in in our case, we're a decentralised autonomous organisation. And so there technically is no leader, right? we we built this game and, and we've put the parameters in place and all the different mechanics. And then essentially you hand it over to the people. And so that's a, a, another reason why all of the, you know, there's so much hype around this is because for the first time, it's almost like, the players are controlling their own destiny and they get to be a part of every decision that we make moving forward. And that in itself, you know, if, if you said to the Fortnite players or, or World of Warcraft players or League of Legends players, all these different games out there, hey, we're now allowing you to choose who the next characters are or, you know, how we, we move into this this next expansion. If you started doing that, it, it would completely flip the you know the thought process of of normal games, and that's what's happening in in crypto right now. And the community that we have, we've got twenty five thousand people that that are in our Discord, and we grew that in three or four months. And yeah, as you said, they are loving our game because they feel like it's their game as well, and it is. That's the truth.
0: You know it is it's fascinating kind of how this process works that it is all about starting with a plan you started with a plan it might have been a little crazy in the beginning uh but in time it came together as your tribe grew so talk yeah. about the game what is the game
2: so it's an open world rpg that's mixed with a genre called uh, an auto battler and so if you've ever played Pokemon before, it's very similar to that. So we're, we're trying to launch with 150 unique characters. And you go around these, this open world. It has uh, seven different regions and you, you, you pay a travel fee to, to go into these regions. There's a certain amount of uh, encounters that, that you can uh, come up against. And you're essentially trying to battle whatever pops up at you in, in the wild, as in the alluvials, which are the characters, and you're trying to capture them in shards, and, and these shards are, are essentially what you mine from the Earth's core. And uh, when you are mining these shards, you, there's a, there's a rarity number there where essentially you can get either – a basic shard or a very powerful shard, depending on which one you get will give you a higher chance at at capturing whichever alluvial you're you're trying to get. And then once you get that alluvial, you can do one of two things. You can, sorry, one of three things. You can just hold it and hope that it goes up in value. Um, You can go on to the alluvidex, which is essentially our own marketplace for people to exchange them and sell them. Um, or you can go into uh, one of our two battle arenas which is essentially a PVP so you can you can go up against in a in a tournament style ranked arena so it's it's completely fair and will will put you up against someone who's of a very similar ranking to you and then there's this other arena which is a little bit more interesting and, and probably where I'm going to play where essentially you can, you can gamble and you can bet anyone, any amount of, of ETH that you want before a battle. And then it's just winner takes all, you know, I bet you, Tenny, Justin comes on, he puts his Tenny down. We battle it. Oh, out.
0: It's on like Donkey Kong. Like we, we yeah. would go at it. So Kieran, I got to ask you, What's your ranking? Are you like the number one person or has someone else in the community beat you long ago?
2: Oh, look, so we 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 haven't launched yet, but so Aaron, my brother is the other co-founder. He's the he comes from the game design background. He's a freak, right? He's very very good. Me on the other hand, I'm probably the 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 super competitive moron who goes into the arena and goes, I'm going to beat all of you guys. I'm putting down, I'm putting down $20,000. He's, you know, he's put his pink slip down. I'm the guy who loses the car. and (laughs) needs Fast and furious, you know? (laughs) So, um, but I mean, yeah, I've got obviously a little bit of an advantage in the fact that I've watched and and seen this thing uh, be designed and developed. All right, well, I'm going to
0: challenge you to a $5 tournament eventually. It'll be you versus me, $5. You you have one eye closed okay. and then we're going to go at it. Sound good?
2: Sounds great. All
0: right, so how do we learn more about Alluvium?
2: So the, the best thing to do, most of our information is filtered through our Discord, which is you know the, the 25,000 community that I was talking about. Um, outside of that, we have just launched our white paper and uh you can find that on the website and um on top of that we're we're always releasing you know new articles and and new information about the game through medium which uh which you can also see in uh on the website great
0: thanks again kieran for sharing your story
2: no worries thanks for having me dustin
1: The opinions, beliefs and viewpoints expressed by various guests or sponsors of the podcast are solely their own. They do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host or the other people, entities or organizations affiliated with the creation or production of the podcast. The guest and sponsor may consider their information reliable, but others involved in the creation or presentation of the podcast do not warrant the accuracy of guest or sponsor information and it should not be relied upon.
0: You've listened to another episode of the Bitcoin.com podcast. Subscribe at news.bitcoin.com, where your journey begins.